guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Janice Fogarty, and I'm a communications strategist and consultant. The Connections Coffee Confidence Podcast is for professional women entrepreneurs who have established themselves and their business, and they're ready to get serious about using the power of communication to surpass their business goals. On this podcast, I discuss everything from leadership to establishing a business vision to the intricacies of creating messaging, publicity, and more. I speak to women who excel in communications in their business, whatever they do, and get an inside look at how they created a thriving livelihood. So top up your mug and welcome to this week's episode. Hey, hey, and welcome to Connections Coffee and Confidence with me, Janice. Today I have something for my business owners with employees or a team of people that they work with. For those of us solopreneurs, we might not have an internal organizational chart, but you might contract something out like your bookkeeping or your social media or it's in the works to do so. So this episode will be great for pre-planning your internal communication strategy. I know, sounds fascinating, but I promise, stick with me, I'm gonna give you some things to think about. Internal communications is pretty much what it says on the tin. It's the ability and the methods involved in communicating with everyone in an organization. So internal comms seems like it should be simple and straightforward. And maybe once upon a time it was. Eh, Not so much these days. These days we have distance built into our society, including our workplaces. You work with people, but you can't pop to their desk and say, Hey, I love your shoes. Where'd you get them? Because you probably can't see their shoes. And let's be honest, they're probably wearing slippers or they aren't comfortable having people pop by their desk anymore. It could be that your office is open, but maybe not all of your coworkers are back in. Or maybe you contract out the bits and pieces you don't want to or can't do. And in effect, those contractors are part of your team, but they aren't physically close. They might not be in the same country or the same time zone. 
adding extra layers to the internal comms challenge. And then there's the technology that's been developed to bridge the difficulties. But tech is rarely an answer in itself for softer people challenges. You know it's difficult to work with someone when you don't know them. That's why I spend time talking about humanizing your brand and creating relationships. People buy from and work with people. And when you work for an organization together, even when it's your business, especially when it's your business, how do you create and maintain those relationships that make working on projects together so much easier, so much more efficient? When you can't go for drinks after work or a traditional team building session, when you're looking to your phone for a relationship and answers. And what about the important business information? Say you need to change a product lineup or adjust a service being offered. You have a safety update or you want to change the hours of operation. If you can't have everyone in your office or the boardroom for an important announcement, how do you tell them and make sure that the information has been received and understood? Because a group email isn't going to cut it all the time. Relationships and information exchange are keys to keeping a business alive and healthy. Both require a flow of giving and receiving, be it compliments or an update to a procedure. You may be asking yourself why you want to focus in on your internal communications. What benefits are there for you as the owner? And why isn't a group email always the answer? Look, there's a lot to pull apart on this topic, but I want to focus in on a few key points with some practical things for you to think about. Let's start with some of the specific benefits of good internal communications. When there are regular communications within an organization, everyone learns a lot, whether they're paying attention or not. How you communicate with others and how often, what you communicate, tells people what you value. It helps shape the culture of the company. If you share the information with zero personality, or with lots of color commentary, that tells people something. If you celebrate even the smallest of wins, or you reserve your brief golf clap for the biggest success, that tells people something. If you only communicate when things are bad, okay, well that actually scares people, so don't do that. Your communication with the people you work with impacts the company you create. It shapes the impression of both the people you work with and those you work for. Regular and efficient communication ensures that the people who work for and with you feel like they're valued. You don't need me to point out that employees and coworkers who feel valued are valuable. These people give their loyalty, their best efforts. And we small business owners, we don't really have the capacity to hire and train new staff all the time. So loyalty and competency are vital to your bottom line. And it also ensures that those people who are informed and feel valued, they're primed to innovate and bring you different ways of doing things. I know you've probably worked places where you knew of a better way of doing something, but your perspective was not welcomed. That's the way it was done. Period. And I can guess how great you felt about going to work there. And besides, doesn't it just feel better to work with or 
run a business where people are happy enough to spend their time there? But how do you manage to foster all of that in a small business? There are plenty of ways actually to create really good internal communications. Some you may be familiar with and some maybe you never thought of. So let's look at the tech and the implications those possible solutions may have on both the message and the recipients. Eh, in other words, what you're saying and how your team takes it on. I think that the two media that are top of mind for everyone are video conferencing and email. Look, I would say Zoom, but I know that small businesses sometimes use Google Meet or Microsoft Teams, so there are options. These programs are probably the most common ways of communicating with the people you work with as a group. You know, camera on so you can be seen paying attention, warn your kids to be quiet on pain of losing their phone privileges, and remind your significant other to avoid walking behind you with no clothes on. You got your PJs on the bottom, and you pray you don't have to get up until the call is over. Yep. There are murmurs of Zoom burnout, and I do think they're based in reality. But sometimes it's just the best way to have a team meeting, to share information, to get the feedback required and move on with your day. And sometimes you want to have these things recorded or you wanna break into those rooms for more pointed side meetings and then come back to share the information. And these programs enable you to do so. Video enables you to use facial expressions and tone of voice you can use slides or share your screen to ensure that the different learners and your team can take on the information. And there's the added benefit of, by this stage, despite the burnout, you can be sure that everyone knows how to use the tech. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. and email. The group email is fantastic for getting the info out in one shot. 
nice and clear in plain written language. Next up, when it's not written clearly, or it's complicated, or a controversial topic where people need clarification, spurring a thousand email responses from your team of three. All of a sudden, your inbox is overwhelmed as a result of your trying to just be efficient. Email is great for quick pieces of info or the easily understood and accomplished. It's also great when you want a written record of what's been discussed. It's also fairly accessible. But it's not always the best choice when a discussion is needed for implementation. There are slightly different ways of creating relationships, of sharing information and working together involving some perhaps lesser known apps or programs. I once created what we called an information corridor. I know, very fancy. It was in a large multinational headquarters where we had massive bulletin boards for each of the teams. If you wanted to know what was going on, you knew exactly where to look. It was all there and it was accessible if you were in the building. It was incredibly low tech, but effective. And if you're looking at an electronic alternative, maybe try a virtual bulletin board on Google Slides or Jamboard if you're already using Google Workspace. You can open a jam and everyone can contribute something, comment on something. It's used a lot in schools for students to work together on projects, but there's no reason that the adults can't do the same. If you wanted to work on something while on a video call, this app could very easily facilitate you working together while being apart. Or remember how we used to have intranets and they pointed towards the fact that you are working for a very forward thinking company. Some of those intranets were actually really well thought out and implemented, providing timely information to employees and enabling meetings and project work. A more recent take on those are programs like Slack, Friday, or even Microsoft Teams. I know of a small business that uses Teams because some of their people still work from home. Some are contracted in from other small companies. Some are in office. And it provides everyone with a way to stay in contact, share their info, and manage their projects. On the flip side, I've also been involved in a Slack channel that was aimless. Oh, it felt like more effort than it was worth, so I slowly just stopped using it. If you're interested in something like this, you need to know what you want to accomplish with it before you choose it, and make sure you have clear guidelines in an onboarding process. Hey, what about an internal podcast? This does cut down on interaction, but as long as you're providing information, plus the way you want to interact, that's your clear call to action, that's fine. If you aren't interested in a podcast, but you do like the idea of using your physical voice, you could try an app like Voxer or Telegram. This enables you to speak to your team and for them to respond to you. Your voice helps maintain that personal connection and the way you express yourself can add quite a bit to how the information is received and understood. An extra benefit of these voice-related options is that they can be listened to anywhere, anytime. It's great for coworkers who aren't desk-based, but do have their phones with them. These are not great options if you have a colleague who's hearing impaired, because although you can get transcripts of your podcast, well, it takes the edge off the inclusion aspect. If you're comfortable with asking, you could even set up a group text. Again, 
It's great for those who aren't desk-based and can be accessed anywhere. Just be aware that sometimes people don't like having their personal phone numbers given out to everyone. Sometimes people don't want to be contactable by the whole office on their time off. And sometimes people actually really appreciate that informal nature of being on a team. This option really depends on the team and the culture you've created or want to foster. If you're the boss, it's great to be on a more informal chat or text group, but you'd want to be respectful of chiming in too much. And really, it could be a wonderful way to learn how everyone interacts with each other, who makes the plans, who always engages, who never engages. Informal group texts can be effective for communicating things like reminders of holidays and vacation time, soup day, things like that, uh, but less effective for things like communicating a change in procedure. There are lots of options floating around out there. You need to be clear what you want to accomplish, who the people you work with are and how they communicate, and choose a method that reflects those situations. So what are the caveats? The first thing that comes to my mind is to ask, no matter which medium you're already using, how intentional are you? When you're telling or asking your people something, you need to consider the information you're putting out and the way you want people to interact with it. That means you might have a few different options that better suit different purposes. If you want to clearly impress upon people that the information is important, choose a method that helps you convey that. Remember, a group text, not the way to go if you're laying people off. And you can Google that if you don't trust me. When you're delivering info, you always need to provide a method for the return of info. Two-way communication is what solidifies the relationships. Your call to action isn't just a good sales tactic. It's a good people management tactic. So tell people how to respond to you. Remember, in PR, we want to be strategic in the information we deliver, but also in the way we deliver it and the way they take it on and react to it. What do you want people to know, think, feel, or do with that information? Another aspect of internal communication to be aware of is consistency, especially when you choose to incorporate another piece of technology or to ask people to change the way they receive information. If you ask people to adopt something, it's your responsibility to ensure everyone has access to it, knows how it's to be used, and then to lead by example. If you say that the Slack channel is to be used for updating people on the IT challenges, don't text them with the latest tech update. I mean, unless your entire network has collapsed or your computer died, in which case, yeah, text them. But it's up to you to create the culture. And you do that by showing what's expected, by doing as you say. It might take time, especially when it involves change, but it'll be worth it in the end when you have a reliable means of talking with each other. So really, like all types of communication, the keys are intentionality and consistency. Match your message to the medium and to your audience and to your intended outcome and keep at it. I think the diversity of people in the workplace, the separation of our colleagues, 
The international capability available to us as business owners has created some challenges to the way we speak with each other. However, the necessity and benefits of having good employee relations remain. So the way we choose to engage and inform our teams requires us to be a bit more thoughtful and intentional in our actions, in what we buy, in what we request from our team. In these days of overwhelm, if we're going to impose yet another app, we want to make sure it's for a good reason. And I hope this has given you some food for thought. And if you enjoyed this or any of my other episodes, I'd love it if you could rate and review. Take a snap and share it on the gram. Tag me at Janice E. Fogarty, and I'll enter you in a draw to win half an hour with me so we can discuss your business's most burning communications challenge. Details are in the show notes. Thanks for your support as I try and grow this podcast, and I will be back next week. Until then, I hope you have a fan-freaking-tastic rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening this week. I invite you to sign up for my email list or join me in the Connections Coffee and Confidence community on Facebook. Those are the people who get first dibs on any classes or products I create, and they benefit from the extras I can't get into in a podcast format. I also lovingly request that if you've enjoyed this podcast, you leave a review on Apple. When I see a new review, I get so excited, I almost spill my cappuccino froth. Almost. And if you're a woman entrepreneur who's ready to get serious about using the power of communications to grow your business, send me an email at Janice at JaniceFogarty.com. All my details are in the show notes. Thank you again for listening today. And I'll chat with you again next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.